0: Hey everybody! This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Chris, and over there is the Bert to my Ernie. This is really weird,
1: Chris, but I'm Josh. It's really weird. <laughs> A weird fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So for those, general, re- for those for those weird of the of show, we're we're flipping things around from this point forward, and uh, it's making
1: me uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> basically, um, alternating uh, intro slash main host and the news. So we can, I don't know, talk in a different order.
1: Yeah, something like that. I, 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 okay, keep, mm-hmm. going. keep going. Keep maybe, going. Maybe it'll stop being weird. No, probably not.
0: How are you doing this this week, Josh? This, I'm this I'm evening? really weirded out at the moment. Sounds good. I'm I'm having a great week, man. What can I say? Life is good. I I didn't ask because I don't care. We're back. This, <laughs> we are back this week to give you amazing fantasy advice on who you should start this know, week at that, our man. at running back and wide receiver position, who you should stream at the tight end and quarterback position, although tight ends a little thin this week, and our sleepers of the Unlike week. Unlike me. Reminder: uh, the teams on by this week include the Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, and Niners. Uh, and? But before we get, did I miss one? No, I was just messing with you. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to our um, fave five and our streamers and our sleepers and whatnot, I believe Josh, you've got some news for us.
1: I do have news for someone that is not me. James Connor running back for the Arizona Cardinals pretty limited practiced in limited fashion uh, yesterday. I have no news, no updates on today. Remember he has a rib injury that has sidelined him for multiple weeks already. The Cardinals have placed Daryl Williams on the IR yesterday with a hip injury. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, um, uh, John Harbaugh said t- today that his surgery was a smashing success. For as he can tell now, don't know what all that means, but whatever. Um, Rashad Bateman, just this, just in earlier today, is out for the rest of the season, undergoing a surgery on his foot with a Lis Frank injury. That's foot, right, Chris? Foot. Yep. foot surgery
0: uh, arch i think of your foot i'm not
1: mistaken yeah something like that i didn't realize the arch of my foot was called the list frank it's, that's it's a, a bad term. joke that's a bad joke anyway spark andrews he is questionable so far for this week he has yet to practice we has the shoulder and ankle injury um to be clear he wouldn't have practiced wednesday because it's a monday night game uh, right, so like more, more on Mark Andrews on Friday and Saturday, and if you are Mark Andrews' manager, maybe more on what you should do about him later in this show. We will probably talk about it fairly extensively. We have a, we be. have a, we have a little part of the show carved out for it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Chuba Hubbard, running back for the Carolina Panthers, he missed last week with an ankle injury. Practice the limit capacity today. David Njoku is going to be out again this week with his I don't have it written down what look
0: a hamstring maybe I'll look it
1: up I think it's an ankle I think it's a sprained ankle anyways right. Ezekiel Elliott. he the Cowboys are not playing this week but he has been um, they are saying that he is hoping to return next week after the Cowboys by this week Alan Lazard, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, has a shoulder injury and was limited in practice again today. This is kind of an afterthought uh put in here, but Brandon Cooks is a whiny little baby and won't be playing tonight because he did poor baby didn't get traded earlier this week. He just uh, signed a two-year contract. He this is also it. a guy who's like last season and the season before begged the Texans not to trade him because he was tired of getting traded mid season. And then they gave him a deal. So the baby Brandon Cooks can just sit there on the sidelines and cry about it. Jonathan Taylor running back for the, mm. I won't say the New England Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. <laughs> has an ankle injury. And he was not present at practice today. So we, that needs to, we need to keep an eye on that. And if, um, before we get to it at the end of the show, you can tune in on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., to um, get our last-minute injury updates, the lineup advice, whatever. Coffee with crispy we call it, but I usually show up too. Matt Collins, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, um, was limited in practice today with a heel injury. Darren Waller, hamstring, missed a couple of weeks already, limited in practice today. So hopefully he plays, he's able to play this week, but man, after the last few weeks, I wouldn't hold my breath. Donald Parham, tied in for the San Diego Chart. Los Angeles Chargers, perhaps, um, is a full participant in, in yesterday's practice. He is coming back from yet, say, another concussion. So hopefully the Chargers kind of use some um, kid gloves with this one and kind of ease them back in. Uh, Joshua Palmer, or Josh Palmer, as it looks like he prefers to be called, has cleared the NFL's concussion protocol and should be playing this week. Keenan Allen, on the other hand, wasn't at practice yesterday and with his – lingering hamstring injury mm-hmm. and even though he played last week he was barely usable so we might be talking more about Josh Palmer a little bit later in the show Chris just a little little hint hint there uh, Cooper cup wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams of course the triple Crown runner from last year uh, he was present at a practice today for the media section but he has he's dealing with an ankle injury I'm guessing he's gonna play this week you know he played last week with this ankle injury he was fine. Cam Akers, due to personal reasons, speaking of big old crybabies um, was a participant of the team's walkthrough today Irv Smith, tied in for the uh, Wisconsin the Minnesota Vikings What the, what is a Wisconsin Viking? anyways, um, he has been put on season ending IR with a high ankle sprain uh, that he might need surgery for it was season ending, right Chris? I believe so, yeah Yeah, which is weird for a high ankle sprain. But remember, folks, we're going to start seeing a lot more season-ending IRs as we are encroaching upon the halfway point of the NFL regular season. So it always throws me for a loop every single year when they're like, oh, and so they're shutting down so-and-so for the year because I'm like, what the, but I mean, it's just, oh, right, it's like week 11. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, they're saying surgery may be (sighs)
0: necessary, and that's going to determine whether it's season-ending or not.
1: While I, I don't actually have it in my notes, but I'm going to bring it up. Speaking of potentially season ending injuries, um, so the Detroit Lions are what one in six, right? And Jamison Williams, the what was he from Alabama, Georgia, or which team? Uh, the Detroit Lions receiver, Jameson Williams.
0: Oh, uh, Alabama, I believe.
1: Yeah, Alabama. He tore his, he tore his ACL like in a national championship game, um, yeah. this past um this past january anyways uh like so a couple of weeks ago or a week ago on like it was october 26th uh head coach dan campbell said that he was still at least ohio a month state. out oh both ohio state and alabama most Ooh. recently Alabama. My apologies. look at you mr sexy i go to the biggest schools jameson williams um anyways uh dan campbell said that he would be out for at least another month so that would put him more close to the beginning of december when he starts I'm wondering if detroit just shuts him down for the season and make sure that he's 100 healthy for yeah i mean year. if there's st- if they've still only one, two, three, four games what the only reason i could think of why they would actually play him is to potentially just get nfl reps but even then why why you know risk another injury with the guy you know anyways i'm um, sorry that was in my notes but let's continue on damian harris right, running back for the new england patriots he had was an ill he has an illness and he wasn't spotted at practice today it's an illness so he's probably going to be good to go for sunday and that's just kind of a, a minor thorn in the side of Ramondre stevenson managers Devontae parker sticking with the patriots um was absent again uh today with a knee injury michael thomas sorry to just kind of roll over that Devontae parker barely registers on my radar michael thomas wide receiver for the new orleans saints i almost said patriots what is going on with me chris um he dislocated his second toe and he's going to have foot surgery and he'd be done for the season as well chris i i gave you props earlier in our dynasty chat uh, about this today and um you know it seems like you're kind of right about michael thomas you said his career is probably over i'm not quite sure about that but you might be right um you know turning 30 at some point you know you might be right he he's just so far removed from any sort of relevance that you know that's the
0: problem that's the big problem yep
1: kenny galladay on the other hand is not very far removed from relevance or he is (laughs) um kenny galladay knee could return after the giants week nine bye so that would be next week in week 10 probably um (laughs) <laughs> he just um, be Corey,
0: cool sitting there. Anyway, go ahead. Corey
1: Davis, uh, wide receiver for the Jets. He was sidelined with a knee t- uh, injury today. Elijah Mitchell, uh, running back for the 49ers, is looking to return not this week, but next week. Uh, granted, the 49ers are up by this week, but they were. He, he's hitting his target of returning next week it's interesting to see what his role will be with cmc now present more on cmc in a second i know i guess i know i haven't covered any of the big breaking trades i'm getting to it folks okay i'm looking <laughs> at the list here i was like i hope he has it <laughs> i'm getting there just be cool. patient, i like to say it until the end i like to say you, I, it you know again. absence makes the f- heart grow fonder there you go no fan tight end for co-hawks tied in for the seattle seahawks uh was limited in practice on wednesday to to hamstring injury i don't have anything about today's um same thing with tyler lockett and dk metcalf they're both limited in practice yesterday lockett has a hamstring slash rib injury and lockett ha- or metcalf has a knee injury mike evans for the bucks ankle limited in practice today um and i saw that Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, uh, was not a practice day with his ankle injury. I'm guessing he's going to probably miss this week again. And if you banked on Malik Willis being any sort of uh, re- relevance last week, you were wrong, and probably going to be again this week. J.D. McKissick, no one cares, but he didn't practice today. Let's move on to all uh, these copious amounts of trades. I'm going to start with all of them, Chris. And by all of them, I mean just the offensive one. So uh, there's there's some defense guys. I'm not going to cover them. We're fantasy football. Don't care. CMC, he got traded a couple weeks ago. We all know that. He's been, well, full on like, freak out mode with the 49ers so far, especially last week. Holy bananas. Um, let's keep moving along to the Miami Dolphins, who this is a, it's two different trades, but sure. they, yep. you might as well call them one where the Dolphins traded for bradley chubb and a 2015 fifth round pick from the denver broncos bradley chubb being the linebacker slash defensive end pass rusher formerly of the broncos yeah, he's the broncos received the chase edmonds the uh the 20th uh 2023 first round pick from the dolphins and a 2024 fourth round pick so do we want to stop and talk about chase edmonds in denver or do we want to just keep on rolling
0: uh, one quick sentence or two is fine. I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach, came out and said Gordon is still the starter.
1: I think so it's RB1, a muddy. Yeah.
0: I think it's a, the definition of a muddied backfield. I think Edmonds is clearly the better receiver out of the bunch. You got to remember they did have to put uh, Mike Boone on IR. I think this is yep coincides with that move. It also says something about. Uh, the fact that Miami just signed this guy, gave him a decent stack of cash, and is already pff, he's out. So you know, Mostert. I'm wondering uh, if pretty good.
1: I'm wondering if Mostert just kind of staying healthy this entire year has been a big factor in that, and probably made him be a better fit for you run, know in the insurance policy and in Jeff Wilson. And and it, yeah. we're kidding there. We're I kidding know, there. <laughs> I kind of wonder if Chase Edmonds is what they kind of wanted. Mike Boone but like a rich man's Mike Boone be like a better Mike Boone Um, you know a little bit faster guy better pass catcher than you know Latavius Murray Latavius Murray is more or less just good for short yardage work he's been okay with the Broncos but you know he's at this point he's more of a bruiser in his career Um, anything else to say about that about it Uh, would you start Chase Edmonds this week last question about that no I don't I don't I don't feel very strongly about starting any Denver running back moving forward I mean, either, man. um wow. The trick question, Chris the Broncos are on bye. Right. I'm going to read it <laughs> off at the
0: beginning of the show. <laughs>
1: um Okay, let's move along to Chase Clay. he was traded to the Bears from Pittsburgh Steelers for a 2023 second round pick. I mean, you got, like, if you're the Steelers, you got to be kind of happy that you're recuperating a second round pick that you spent on almost Claypool. literally equal value, uh, if
0: not yeah. slightly better, depending on where the Bears finish up. Yeah.
1: And like I'm not really, I don't really, I'm not really into Claypool this year, but I think moving forward it could be intriguing. But the the I, the, the, the Bears are going to have to significantly improve their offensive line and just so Justin Fields has more time to throw the ball. Yeah, that's that's about it.
0: Yes, exactly. A offensive line. B Fields needs to show me something through the air.
1: I think there's potential but you know oh, I more on the do. bears in a little bit
0: do, but i'm not a claypool guy
1: chris play. did you see this next one coming tj hawkinson getting traded to the vikings apparently hawkinson came out and said that he was expecting a trade so the lions probably notified him that they were shopping him around um i think he's on the fourth year of his five-year rookie deal if memory serves correct um, anyways, uh, Hawkinson and a bunch of picks got traded between the two teams. I'm not going to go into what the picks are, just for the sake of time. Sound good? Cool, thanks. Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Calvin Ridley, this is a dynasty thing. Not redraft. Obviously not redraft. Ridley's suspended for this season. He got traded to the from the Falcons, of course, to the Jacksonville Jaguars for a fifth and a second. A fifth this year, or next year, and a second in 2024. I mean, dynasty-wise... Yay? I don't know. I think the jury's still out on T-Law. T-Law, how about the other, uh, the, the second overall pick, uh, Zach
0: Wilson? I'll tell you what, T- T- uh, Terrell. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are looking like Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston all over again, if not worse. Uh, <clears> I think they Winston put up a lot of yards and a bunch of touchdowns at least one year. So there's been some some productivity there, although a ton of picks winston we're not, had not
1: talk about Mariota later but please go ahead oh no oh god um winston also had some pass catchers too whereas Drew lawrence didn't really last year and even this year like they sang christian kirk but he's not a one you know like he's he's showing that he's not a one Zay jones isn't a one like they need a one and they're i I'm guessing they're really hoping that uh, Calvin Ridley is their one but I think they're going to spend a draft pick a uh, high draft pick this come, up and coming season on a like an wide alpha, receiver alpha type of guy. Yeah. Oh, hey, really, a, like really, a, a guy really who great. they think can be their alpha you know anyways here's a bigger trade here um, I mean you know uh, Naeem Haim the Colts is now with the Buffalo Bills the Colts got Zach Moss don't care and a fifth round pick don't care. I think this is more about just moving along, moving on from Naeem Hines and it's just more of a... Frank Reich has to be gone this season. But anyways, um, how do you feel about Hines in Buffalo, Chris?
0: Um, I looked at it through my research a little bit earlier. Buffalo's not throwing quite as much as they were last year, but they tend to be a bit of a fast-paced, throw-a-lot offense, lean heavily on uh, Josh Allen for good reason. Uh, so I like it in terms of, I think Hines is... Very uh, is copious, not copious, but is better than Singletary uh, coming out of the backfield. Singletary has been yeah, serviceable, and he might still get the early down work, Mr. Singletary. But I like Hines and a full PPR.
1: It's our league that gives you special teams work because Hines can also do special teams as well. does he do? Punts?
0: I think that's punts.
1: And kickoff. Oh, both, really? I didn't know that. Can. I don't know if he... He wasn't really doing it for the Colts, though, so I don't really know what all these articles are talking about. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyways, I think he, he did it in college. Anyways, let's move along to Jeff Wilson Jr. getting traded from the 49ers to the Miami Dolphins. Dude, okay. Wait, just stop before we even continue. Mike McDaniels is just getting kyle shanahan's sloppy seconds in miami it's all he's doing he's oh, getting he's, the cast out players yeah he's he's basically
0: reproduced the entire Entire, but uh basically the entire san francisco backfield that he had when he was in san france so i think there's a a certain amount of comfort comfort and reliability there for guys that he's coached before. yeah
1: and i mean like they traded well, the, good. The, the, and the dolphins also traded up uh, i mean real football good not necessarily fantasy good um the, the, the Dolphins gave a fifth round pick for the Jeff Wilson too. all these running backs after they get rid of uh, chase Edmonds, all these running backs are so easily replaceable next year. You know, absolutely. Like, yeah, they're all dirt cheap on like such low, low value contracts, easy to get away from next year there. This is just, you know, Mike, Mike McDaniel going to comfort safety blanket from the players. He knows. And from San Francisco, we'll talk about more in a little bit um but yeah it's just it's just odd the amount of players that the dolphins have that played under mcdaniel in san francisco anyways we're getting a little long in time so let's keep rolling um we all know that james Robinson got traded from the Jags to the jets and he has been terrible same with robbie anderson going from the falcons to the cards and that's probably about it chris am i missing anything at all nope so, I mean, other than CMC, that was a big one. Was there any guys you were surprised that didn't get traded? I'm a little su- I like. I'll go first. I'm a little surprised that like I had a name in mind and I completely blanked on it. Um, i surprised the Packers didn't pick up a wide receiver although they tried to get Claypool. They tried to get Claypool and they he, yeah, which even then, like, and I put this in our in our Dynasty group chat. I'm like Claypool to the Packers is just more big body, not very fast wide receivers. They need a fast wide receiver, and they don't have one necessarily. Christian Watson is has yet another concussion. Who used to be there? Like, uh, MVS or
0: Scantley. Yeah, it was MVS. Thank you. Always. Oh, that's the same person. People's Jones. That's the other guy. I always get confused with for some reason. I guess it's the acronym for the initials. Whatever. MVS is who it was. Yeah, okay. speed never really panned out for them.
1: So that be news, Chris. Cool. Um
0: I just talked a lot. Why don't you go first? Okay, sounds good. <coughs> I will start with my first fave five at the running back position, which is what I've got this week. Uh Raheem Mostert versus the Chicago Bears. The Bears are fourth worst in fantasy points per game to running backs. Second worst in rushing yards surrendered and dead last in rushing touchdowns given up with 14, including a 147 total yards and three touchdowns to Tony Pollard last week. And while they did limit Ramondre to 39 yards on the ground for 3.5 per carry, they did give up eight catches to Ramondre Stevenson uh, the week before last. Raheem has taken over the backfield, averaging 67.8% snap share since week four. And in case you haven't heard, like Josh just told us, Chase Edmonds is now in Denver. However, however, I do expect Jeff Wilson, who just showed up, uh, to be able to assimilate himself immediately given his experience with the head coach, Mike McDaniel, and, of course, the offense. But Mike McDaniel was in San Fran and chose to play Mostert over Wilson whenever Mostert was healthy. This is still Mostert's backfield, and he has a great matchup. I like him as a low-end RB1 this week.
1: Wow. Or my first guy, I guess. My first guy is Gabe Davis versus the New York Jets. So far, Gabe Davis is a wide receiver, 31 on the season. Um, he was a little bit of a disappointment last week, which should have been a decent game against the kind of the anemic Packers team in, in general. Um, surprisingly, this might be a lower scoring game this week, but uh, or a lower point total for Gabe Davis this week. But he is averaging 12.3 points per game and had he played every single game remember he missed like week two and if you give him that 12.3 uh points per game to like week two that game that one week he missed he would be the wide receiver 17 goes from 31 to 17 so it's been a little bit of a roller coaster for gabe davis but with six teams on by and i am definitely going to start gabe davis in a game that might be lower scoring than people might think but uh, you know it's a it's a um you would think that the 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 cornerback opposite of sauce Gardner, who's been pretty damn darn good for, I mean, just in general, but let alone a rookie corner um, DJ Reed, the opposite corner is playing pretty well, but I think Gabe Davis is going to have a good shot at being a, a good viable fantasy option this week. You know, think like a wide receiver too. Like he's kind of been all season, you know, it dips and ebbs and flows on it, but you know, still go ahead with your next guy, Chris. All right. My
0: next guy up at the running back position of my fave five is the guy on the thumbnail, Jamal Williams versus the Packers. Revenge game. Now, Jamal has had a couple stinkers and seems pretty touchdown dependent, but his usage has been great with or without Swift in the lineup, especially in the red zone. Only Nick Chubb has more rushing touchdowns than Jamal Williams, eight, and no one has more uh, red zone carries than Jamal Williams with 12. And Swift is still banged up. In fact, head coach Dan Campbell even said he thinks he overworked swift last week with 10
1: touches yeah swift was not an in injury news for some reason too with well, the second you said his name i'm like why did how did he escape i mean the i guess news? it's, Go, keep it's questionable by all means to,
0: uh, vet that uh now no, let's talk is. about those dud games weeks two five and seven each of these games for jamal was versus not necessarily dominant run defenses but stout red zone kind of rushing defenses that are among the league's best in terms of rushing touchdowns surrender surrendered, surrendered. In this order, Washington, New England, and Dallas are tied for third best in rushing touchdowns surrendered, having only given up four. And in the Dallas game, he fumbled at the goal line, so he could have very easily had one there against Dallas. Now he gets his old team, the Packers, who have given up eight rushing touchdowns, which puts them tied for 11th worst. And the Pack are giving up the third most rushing yards this season and the 13th most fantasy points per game. To the running back position i like jamal as a high-end
1: rb2 this week our next guy as i alluded to earlier is josh palmer versus atlanta they're giving up the second most points per game and Akeenan allen is probably gonna play again this week big old question mark you know who's not gonna play this week though mike williams he's still out with an ankle injury uh palmer is coming off a nine game reception in week seven they were off they're off on bye last week so there's that um I just like I like him to build upon that that one game. He only had fifty-seven receiving yards in that game, and and Palmer's only scored once this season. But I think that they're going to need to lean on Palmer, especially with Keenan Allen still being a little hobbled. If, I I mean it's Atlanta, so they might not need to throw the ball that much. But you know, I like other than that, it's DeAndre Carter, you know. Um what uh what, what do you think chris i mean I, I like josh palmer's been kind of a you know su- pseudo diamond in the rough for me ever since last year when he got drafted by the chargers mainly because of herbie their quarterback but i mean uh, with with Keenan allen still injured and mike and mike like williams on bye, yeah he's
0: he's he's, yeah. he's as fine as any other flex that we're going to talk about uh throughout the show um
1: He's probably I don't, not as I don't good think as my. Kenan's, he's probably I, way better than my sleeper, but we'll get to that. Right. I've got a little bit more on
0: Keenan uh, Allen here in a second, uh, uh, but uh, I don't think he's going to play. I'll put it that
1: way. Um, I, I, I'm kind of wondering if he's not. I think I wonder if last week just he might have tweaked that injury and it's just. And and I think Everett, hamstrings are twicky. Twi-
0: twi- 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 they're tricky. <laughs> I think Gerald tricky. Everett has proven his targets will go up when Keenan and or Mike Williams is out. Yeah, throw it somewhere, but no, Palmer's fine. Palmer's good.
1: Was that all you got okay. on Mr. Palmer? Mm-hmm. I try to keep my notes pretty short because I figured they would be long with the news segment. Is it? Wait, wait, real quick mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you continue. Oh, is bro. it weird that people have could have t- started taking the thumbs up emoji as being passive aggressive? Like, I get the real sarcastic, like, okay, got it. But uh well, are they? You know, no, I, I guess I'm too much of a boomer. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, apparently
0: it's a thing. Now, I do very strongly and have for some time really disliked the uh, uh, the laughing a little too hard face emoji. Oh, my God, it's so
1: annoying. I don't really like the chocolate ice cream emoji all that much. You mean the poop emoji? Mm, no, chocolate, chocolate ice cream. Yeah, speaking of boomers.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm younger give... than you, but yet more of a boomer. <laughs> right. I've had a couple <laughs> moments. I've had a couple moments this week, to be honest. Anyway, moving on, I'm going to give you Ker- Khalil Herbert versus the Miami Dolphins. David Montgomery, his backfield mate has averaged 72 scrimmage yards and 0.67 touchdowns in the last, in the, uh, this three week span. Herbert in the same three week span has averaged 78.3 rushing yards at 7.32 per carry and a, uh, identical 6.7 touchdowns, uh, which is basically two total touchdowns, one through the air, one on the ground, over the last three weeks on only a 30% snap share. That is incredibly efficient and quite honestly hard to maintain, but I don't think he has to maintain that ridiculous efficiency because the Bears will and should give him more snaps, targets, and rushes because he looks that much better than David Montgomery. And their offense is starting to hit a stride. They're starting to put it together. We talked, uh, touched on uh, Fields a little bit earlier. Miami is a decent matchup versus running backs, giving up uh, the 10th most fantasy points per game to the running back position and the 5th most rushing touchdowns on the year. I like Herbert as a low-end RB2 this week. I like it. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like Khalil Herbert is the Tony Pollard of Chicago. Yeah well said well said i think maybe on a little bit less usage though
1: little bit little bit but no i like it i like it. the comparison. in it. the sense that you know you get that zeke is david montgomery and that they could kind of do it all but they're just don't look like they used to you know cleo herbert's the young gun in town with like same with tony pollard his efficiency is you know great i'm gonna assume like on the Ballers. year
0: montgomery still has more rushing yards but in the stats i was reading over the past i think it was three or four similar to what i gave you three weeks He has more rushing yards than Montgomery over the last three weeks. And Pollard, speaking of which, has more rushing yards and a lot more guys that you might think, including Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, a bunch of others. I was like, wow. Guys who have missed time. Well, I mean, Zeke just did. And obviously, that gave Pollard the opportunity to do what he just did. Yeah, I missed time. Yeah, of course. Yep.
1: Also hasn't been very good. Dylan. Um, so the other day, sorry, sorry, to I'm, gonna, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna side, d- I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of veer us off course again here real quick, Uh-oh. and then we're kind of running a little Hold on your no, this is, fo- this is football related. This is football <laughs> related. Um, uh, PFF put out their like kind of mid-season offensive line rankings. Guess where the Colts were? Who just a year ago were in like oh, the top ridiculous. five? Now you're
0: bottom five, I imagine.
1: Dead last. Ugh.
0: Now it's taken the last few several weeks to get there. Apparently they fired their offensive coordinator too. That's yep. Like you said, uh uh, uh what's his name? Frank Reich is probably gone. Maybe the Bears
1: be. were uh they were 24th in that, which is kind of surprising considering how bad they have been. But that speaks of all, and you know, PFFs is kind of uh subjective ranking did i get that right yes you did yes um see how proud i was of myself there Nailed it. <laughs> um <laughs> you know it, it's 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 subjective and uh it, you know but it's just like one of those things where they you know oh man it's it's rough to see the colts it's a tool uh, like any other tool
0: and i think our eyeballs tell us how bad the colts offensive line has been When you're switching to Sam Ellinger, I mean, you've given up all hope on this season. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Anyways, uh, my next guy is, I believe we're on to Adam Thielen. Uh, He is going up against Washington. So far, Thielen has been a bit of a disappointment in 2022. He's the wide receiver 36, and he's averaging 9.5 points per game. But he's going up against the Washington Commanders, who are giving up the 7th most points per game to wide receivers. Um, Thielen should get a mix of Benjamin... St. Just and Richard Wild Goest, literally his real name, um, who are PFF's 75th and 90th ranked cornerbacks, respectively. So I like Thielen's chances of getting his third touchdown this week. That's really why Thielen has been kind of ineffective this year is that he just. He, he's just not getting those touchdowns like they I don't know, like they're like, I seem like the Vikings are scoring from afar because even um Dalvin Cook doesn't have a lot of touchdowns in the red zone either. You know what I'm saying, man? Like anyways, so Adam Thielen oh, yeah. is my guy this week. Great, great matchup, great uh you know, wide receiver cornerback matchup for Thielen this week. So that's why I hey he is one of my guys, especially on a night on a 16 bye. Why not?
0: Absolutely. Thank you for the sub. I'm gonna move on to my next guy. Oh, where am I at? Dion Jackson. A bit froggy. Dion Jackson. We talked a little bit about JT in the beginning of the show. I don't think he's gonna play again. Again. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play. I th- um, think he's going to, but you know, keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, to give you a little bit of uh, you know context here on Dion Jackson, uh, he's had uh, two games where he's he's had an 11 and an 18 percent target share. Uh, that's great That's great for a running back. Um, this is a tough matchup, though, but let me continue. Um, every time Jackson has received significant work, i.e. more than 10% snaps, he has produced. It probably had a lot to do with the Heinz trade, to be quite honestly, I think they felt confident that uh, Deion Jackson could get it done through the air. Uh, when receiving... Oh, where were we? When receiving more than a 10% snap share... Uh, which was weeks five and six, he has averaged 110 total yards and caught seven of his seven targets for .5 and, and, and averaged .5 touchdowns. So 100% catch rate, averaging half a touchdown per game and 110 total yards. It's great. As mentioned earlier in the show, JT has practice both Wednesday and Thursday. But even if JT goes, he won't be 100%. I think that's a, almost a guarantee. And with Hines out of the way, Naheem Hines out of the way, this is an easy flex play for Dion, especially in a full PPR. Now, New England isn't a great matchup, as I said, but they did give up a 25-yard receiving score to the aforementioned Leo Herbert. Uh, and David Montgomery and Herbert did combine for 27 carries, 124 yards, and one touchdown on the ground. I like Dion as a low-end player rb2 this week
1: interesting uh yeah if he doesn't play this week then yes uh did you happen to i'm sorry i was replying to someone in chat um did you happen to say that he has caught all 14 of his targets so far this season i did i said he's averaging
0: seven of catching seven of his seven targets seven receptions, seven targets is what he's averaging over that two week span where he got
1: or all all fortunate with targets on the season six one way exactly. half a dozen the other right chris exactly average okay chris uh my next my next guy is kind of two um it's juju and mvs of the chiefs call me a pessimist but i don't just don't think the chiefs that really have a viable running game i'm really really sick of as um pacheco uh talk and people just like these running backs are on a high-powered offense so they got to be worth something I'm, I'm so sick of it anyway so but the chief um, even if the chiefs do get up big early against Tennessee uh, they just don't have the running backs to get the job done like I just said it's not like the it's not like it's hurting them either but, but the backs they they do have are great quick side note here um i already went through all that <clears throat> anyways i'm bringing up the chiefs backs because the chiefs will throw the ball and then they'll throw the ball some more that's what the chiefs do mahomes this latest uh lowest passing attempts was actually last week and that was 34 his lowest passing attempts in a game was 34 justin fields took like half the season to get the 34 attempts that's not true but you know what i'm saying right <laughs> and, and, and like i said i'm oh, sorry when i said it was last week it was actually in week seven the game the last game they played um anyways i i guess out of this pair i kind of have to go juju uh sc- screw mvs you know t- juju's uh averaging 10.9 points per game versus mbs to 6.8 you know if you need a hail mary shot for you know there's mbs <laughs> but i so I'm saying play Juju this week, and I'm keeping Kadarius Tony, who the who the Chiefs just traded for, which somehow yeah. slipped through on the news section as well. Fair. What the uh, hell website? Well, it it didn't happen at the deadline. It happened a
0: couple days before, just like the.
1: No, but I still went covered CMC and some. Anyways, sorry. I'm gonna stand here, sit here, and whine a little bit more. Um. Anyways, if you can if you can avoid using Kadarius Tony this week, I would just to kind of see what you have like does he get used a lot i mean he was just traded for on monday
0: yeah he hadn't played yet for him he hasn't had it yeah he, he's well i was trying to see. remember
1: like at what point in the week he actually got traded for him like it is thursday not saturday and i'm all before
0: discombobulated i'm tired before the deadline but i think it was earlier in the week i think you're right i am starting mbs in a as you put it desperation i i got i got nowhere I, else to go i'm having and a, 12 I,
1: team, and a 12 team In a 12 team read i got nowhere else to go Um, I have, my next guy is the desperation play and, but I'll let you do your next, your last guy. My last RB is a
0: little bit of that flavor also, but I think I've got one more before that. No, I don't. This is my last guy. Naheem Hines versus the Jets. Now Hmm. the Jets are good. Uh, aren't a good matchup on the ground versus running backs but that's not why i'm recommending him nor why the bills traded for him it's his pass catching skills and Hines is one of the league's best despite missing games two games basically the game he missed and the game he got injured in uh he has the 11th most receptions among running backs and caught an astonishing 25 of his 28 targets from colt's quarterbacks wow Back um, to the Jets. is that wait
1: wait wait before you before you keep going. Mm-hmm. Is that on the season or since he's came in the league? Uh this season. Totally. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Keep going.
0: Given the two missed games. He's still I don't in. know why I thought
1: that. I'm tired.
0: Uh back to the Jets. Uh while they are stout versus run and generally have been playing good defense, they did just give up uh uh nine catches out of ten targets for eighty seven yards to the Patriots running backs in week eight. Furthermore, in the previous season, Hines played the Jets and amassed 108 total yards and one touchdowns. I like Hines as a low end flex option in a pinch, especially in a full PPR.
1: Nice. Hmm? You wanna you want a desperation play here, Chris? Yeah, you, you warned me. I warned or I eventually warned you. Oh, it gets, this, uh, it's, 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 it's it gets thin, worse thin, than this in my sleeper. It gets worse than this. It's then. Darnell Mooney is my guy. Um, and it is my first guy to talk about and the player in this matchup because there's more to come. Uh, this should be a bit of an offensive scoring game. Uh, the the dolphins are it's all a foregone conclusion that the dolphins are going to score, be scoring some points oh, yeah. on the Chicago Bears. We didn't cover it in the news segment because it was all defensive guys, but the Bears traded away their their best uh pass rusher and Robert Quinn and their uh the what is i think it's a lead tackler in the league so far uh and and roquan smith smith went to the ravens uh robert quinn went to the eagles don't quote me on that anyways so the 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 bears have semi dismantled their their defense um and like they're like i said they're gonna have to score some they're gonna have to probably throw to score some points to, to go up against the dolphins so Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Eagles. Anyways, uh, Mooney doesn't have a touchdown yet. And this is definitely going to take a leap of faith to start Mooney this week. I certainly have to start Mooney this week in a league. I don't like it, but it's not a terrible matchup. The one problem with this matchup is that the Dolphins' uh, defensive numbers are a little deceiving as their cornerbacks are coming back and starting to get healthy and getting back up to NFL game speed, coming back from injury but I have faith that the Bears can get Mooney rolling, especially with the newly acquired Chase Claypool, potentially commanding at least a little attention from the Dolphins cornerbacks, potentially giving Darnell Mooney a little bit more room to run. So I like Darnell Mooney this week. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't like him. him. I don't love him this week. I I am. I I am like like, it's like, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm doing one last shot before I take, a girl home that i'm gonna probably regret <laughs> the next day <clears throat> all right um let me let me do a tight end first because we want to do your last one okay sure. robert Tunyon sure is the guy who out, i but i have robert tonyan is the guys. guy who I, I um i i am recommending first he's averaging six and a half points per game um but the lions are allowing 59 yards per game and five receptions per game to the uh tight end position They've also given up five touchdowns the season. That's tied for the third most. And, uh, and so far, much like the majority of the Packers players, Tunyon has been a little bit of a disappointment. He has only one game over 10 points this year. But to end my Tanyan talk on a high note, in 2021, in the one game that Tanya was healthy for against the Lions, he did score 12.7 points. So there is hope for him this week. Who's your first tight end guy, Chris? um i have
0: two quick honorable mentions if you don't mind me knocking those out real quick um reason I'm this first guy is an album mention is he's too highly rostered but i want to make sure folks hear this name and get him in his lineup gerald everett we touched on a little bit earlier in the show somehow keenan allen's hamstrings got worse during the bye week he said himself the next time he plays he won't be on a snap count and it'll be all or nothing i.e he's going to wait till he's 100 that could take a while for a 30 year old wide receiver hmm. Um And uh, Everett's 6.4 targets per game rank him 7th among tight ends. So get a long, hard look at Gerald Everett. This next game is a—this next name is a deep dive, maybe more of a dynasty thing, period. Uh, James Mitchell, the Lions tight end. Uh, just a heads up, he was a nice downfield threat in college, averaging 17 yards per catch. And while he is behind veteran— Rock Wright. Wright is more of the tough nose blocker type, and Mitchell could be the move tight end, the pass catcher type. Again, deeper dive, dynasty type of pickup here. My first real tight end uh, streamer of the week is one Mike Geseki. Not gonna lie, I yeah. struggled with this. Uh, <laughs> with this, uh, what would no. like second? I guess I put it out of order, but. I struggled yeah. with this, getting a second tight end streamer in here. I really struggled with it. The first guy I got, it was pretty easy. Uh, I wanted to include Dulcich, but he's on a bye. Then I looked long and hard at Tyler Conklin coming off a great game, but he has an awful matchup versus Bills, so I just couldn't do it to you guys. So I give you a touchdown-dependent tight end in what would have been a perceived as a bad matchup, because that's how bad it is this week. Mike Gasecki has been scoring lately, uh, but the Bears are good versus the tight end, or at least they were. Uh, tenth best, only giving up seven and a half points, fantasy points per game to the tight end position. But as mentioned earlier in the show, the Bears traded Wolkon Smith to the Ravens, and he was a big part of their offense, uh, their defense, especially versus tight ends. Gasecki has been on a bit of a tear lately, averaging a 57% snap share, six targets, four receptions, one touchdown per game over the last three weeks. Dolphins are a great offense, and I like Gasecki's upside as a low-end tight end one this week.
1: Hmm. You know, Chris, I I vomited in my mouth when you said his <laughs> name, <laughs> and <laughs> since I have I have such I have since um he's been scoring swallowed I mean, that vomit, and it just surprisingly tasted like <laughs> seamen rolls. Most,
0: as you and me both know, most tight ends are touchdown dependent. I just, yeah, I said that right.
1: <laughs> I really thought I said touchdowns are tight-end dependent. <laughs> sometimes they are, Chris, sometimes exactly. they are. Exactly,
0: exactly. Chris,
1: does does it feel like Tyler Higbee should be higher than tight-end 16? That's what he is on the year? That's what he is on the I year.
0: Think, I think that's a telltale sign of how much the Rams have struggled in the past three or four weeks.
1: For the season, really. But anyways, uh, here's the thing, though. Robert Tunyon, the guy who I just talked about, He's tied in fifteen, better than Higby. It just seems weird. I, like, I've, I've, so I've had it, had time with. Like, I feel like I've been watching the Rams trip and fall like pretty much all season. And perhaps I'm like Mandela affecting this into my brain. But like, I really would have put good money on the fact that Higby was a top ten tight end. Regardless, they're going up against the Bucks, which you kind of alluded to earlier with um, the Bucks being. The Rams being bad. uh, Uh, bad I got that that backwards. Anyways, anyways. Regardless, uh, he's going up against the Bucks here, allowing the seventh most points per game to tight ends. And Higby is averaging um, almost five. uh, I think it's supposed to be more than five receptions a game, a little bit more than five receptions per game and almost 45 yards. Hasn't scored yet. Maybe this is the week he gets his first touchdown. So, you know tyler higby i just it really feels like he's just out there getting targets every week oh yeah his targets were
0: amazing for the i don't know off the top of my head first three or four they're kind of all over they're kind of they're actually kind of all over
1: the map but yeah i I know they they, they don't have a
0: second receiver to speak of and higby really stepped up but uh it it hasn't been apparently hasn't been good lately all Um, right
1: so go on go ahead with wait wait before Mm -hmm. you can continue chris you ready (laughs) Is Isaiah likely a must roster if you are a Mark Andrews manager or and before you answer, is he rosterable even if you are not a Mark Andrews manager? Both are very likely. No, oh, yes, to, absolutely, to
0: answer your question. Oh, just absolutely. shoot me. Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> Mark, as I think Josh touched on earlier in the show, Mark Andrews did not practice Thursday. Ankle, shoulder injury, let's pay attention. Which is really like his
1: like Tuesday or Wednesday practice. When yeah. Let's Monday pay
0: attention to the Friday practice report since it's a Monday night game. And Saturday. If Andrews plays... He won't be hundred percent. I even made a joke in my—I uh, do a fantasy league uh, recap, a weekly recap—and I joked that the Ravens are going to hold him together with duct tape for the rest of the season. That's an official duct tape and prayers. Yeah, duct tape and prayers officially. Uh, li- uh, likely should get more snaps and targets with obviously with Rashad Bateman being out for the year on IR with foot surgery. Um, he's produced um, uh, very well both in the preseason and when Andrews has been out. Uh, or left the game like last week. I think it's sixteen fantasy points off the top of my head. Forgive me. It was me, like eighteen. Yeah, maybe at full PPR, but either way, no, I think that uh, was, it half. was good. Anyways, sixteen point seven. Scored a touchdown. Okay, uh, fine. Let's keep going. And I think he's been a little bit involved even when uh, Andrews has been out there. Nothing great for fantasy, but no. Uh, again, I think if, even if Andrews is out there, I think they're going to monitor his snaps, uh, as as Josh likes to say, keep him on a pitch count
1: i do not like to say that chris and another thing about isaiah likely is like even preseason. like i don't remember i don't know if you remember like way back in like uh what was it like march or early april when we were doing like pre-draft stuff and like guys we like coming out of college isaiah likely was one of those and i actually no pun intended liked his uh Landing spot in Baltimore because they like the tight end. They do a lot of two tight end sets and yeah, everything. I mean, but they actually drafted Charlie Coster out of Iowa State first, so that was a likely. bit of a bummer.
0: What? But both were cut, ki- but before likely in the same year. Yes, but both yes. are kind of
1: were like what fifth and sixth, sixth and seventh round picks, maybe uh, something. like No, I thought Coster was like a fourth, and likely it was like a sixth. Yeah. Anyways, um yeah, Coster is like. Either he just came off IR recently, or is still in IR. I can't remember exactly which, but the t- this team is like the the like they have been praising this kid for a, like since day one, like since mini-camp. You know, like he looks really good. You know, there's a lot of promise with him, and so on and so on. And I think even if Coster had stayed healthy this entire time, I think likely is probably still waiting at this him. point. Yeah, so you I know, think, like uh,
0: it's it's a little narrative rich, but uh, Baltimore drafts and coaches up good tight ends nipple, for sure and likely was a good pass catching tight end coming on college i i, I believe ozzy newsome is still in the front office is still the gm Ozzie Newsom i is believe so. this is his very last year okay um is ozzy Newsom in the hall of fame
1: if he's not he was a really good
0: tight end in his day i'm not sure if he's um
1: there. i don't know but i know that there's only one kicker in the hall of fame and i think that's damn travesty you mean punter still kicks the ball <laughs>
0: You messed up, and you know it. <laughs> um, who's up? Let's I'm, move along with I'm our... Anyways.
1: My quarterback, my quarterback right? Uh, if you want it to be. I think I'm up, right? Excuse track. me. I'm going to have to... give me. Let me get my vomit bag real quick, because I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Marcus Mariota versus <laughs> the Chargers. All right. He is... Uh,
0: I do have some honorable mentions. Okay, one, but we're going to get to that later. Uh, Marcus Mariota versus the Chargers. 38% rostered. The Chargers are average versus quarterbacks giving up the 15th most fantasy points per game to the position, but are eighth worst giving up 13 passing touchdowns on the season. Furthermore, they are awful versus RBs uh, giving up the second most fantasy points per game to RBs. Uh, Chargers at Falcons is tied for the highest over-under in week nine at 50 points and the Falcons are only three and a half point underdogs. All that is to say... The Falcons want to run the ball, and given the predicted score by Vegas, the Falcons could see scoring opportunities. And Mariota is a fine quarterback streamer headed into Week 9. And let's not forget, he is the quarterback 8 on the season. After setting season highs last week versus the Panthers, with 253 passing yards and 3 passing touchdowns. Granted, it took overtime to get there, but hey, his legs should help it get it done this week. That is my quarterback
1: streamer of the week. Marcus Mariota quarterback eight interesting I know I know. am I interesting I mean, bleh, I mean <laughs> <laughs> all right continue vomit face <laughs> my first quarterback is your honorable mention Justin Fields so I'll just skip him until you start talking about him um uh, my my real guy is T-Lot or Trevor Lawrence versus the Rams right yeah I think so I'll bet that I I, I believe that is actually the Raiders I don't know why I think that says the Rams yeah Um, Raiders Raiders, yeah uh, it clearly says LVR so I'm just anyways um Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great game last week that's okay but he's getting the Raiders who are giving up the most points to opposing quarterbacks per game fantasy points that is at 22.9 it's not a sexy pick but if you like playing matchups it don't get much better than going up against the Raiders So Trevor Lawrence is my guy. Just quick and dirty. Quick and dirty, that's how I like it. Uh, My
0: honorable mention of the quarterback position, uh, speaking of mobile quarterbacks, Justin Fields. First, I'd like to apologize for providing a quarterback sleeper last week that I did not recommend in starting in said week last week, especially Eh. since he was the quarterback five last week versus Dallas and it's is again? now the quarterback 11 on the season so it's who, almost like was it? I Dustin fields justin oh, fields okay. yeah uh it's almost like i couldn't have recommended him because i didn't recommend starting him <clears throat> i was like a preemptive pickup <clears throat> but it's almost like i should have recommended starting him but who saw that coming so again he was the quarterback five me. last week he is now the quarterback 11 on the season unfortunately his roster percent is a little too high at 65 um like me man like me he is averaging oh, that is not correct that should be the last 4 weeks and i didn't put that but i believe it's the last 4 weeks he's averaging 173 passing yards 76 rushing yards two total touchdowns and 22.9 fantasy points over the last again i believe it's 4 weeks but again 65% rostered if he's out there and you need quarterback help pick him up as i mentioned last week his upcoming schedule is great he gets Miami this week then Detroit then Atlanta that's why i wanted to be sure and mention his name and
1: it's know. been the past three weeks just to correct you on that one but uh okay. also miami is allowing the seventh most points uh fantasy points per game to quarterbacks and they've given up the fifth most rushing yards to quarterbacks so far in the year too i don't believe you said the other one of those things so, no i just yeah. said
0: he's got three great matchups including miami this week
1: right i'm pretty sure it's the last four was, weeks dude okay the last three weeks is what i was looking at because that's what you scored over 19 points that's why i was like "Eh." anyways let's move along to our sleepers who's your first sleeper chris first and only sleeper sleeper. (laughs) it's still your first that's that's fair that's fair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> romeo
0: dobbs i think i said it right dobbs came through versus one of the best defenses in the league in alan lazard's absent last week catching an amazing acrobatic 19 yard score from aaron Rodgers, and finishing with 62 yards on uh catching four out of his seven targets lazard should be back but rogers has historically torched detroit which is who they play uh for more than two scores per game 252 yards over his career versus the lions and the lions are as bad as ever on defense this season this should be a get right game for the packers offense and for uh, uh dubs uh, Dobbs coming off a strong outing i like him as a desperation flex slash sleeper this week in a premium matchup
1: you think you're desperate to start R- romeo dubs Dobbs, whatever can't leave them how about this how dubs about alone. this for <laughs> How about this for desperation? Yeah. Trent Sherfield is my sleeper this week. Woo. He I is a early plays for <laughs> it, it, this is a long shot, but this is the bears against the dolphins or vice versa. However you want to look at it though. There will be points this week a, in this game and Sherfield is yet another guy who came over to Miami from San Francisco, along with Mike McDaniel. He's only topped 40 yards twice and has had three or more receptions only twice in a game um anyways his stat percentages have doubled since we- from last week to week one um it's a long shot but desperate times call for trent Sherfield. when Sherfield uh does get on the field he will likely face kyler gordon or kindle vildor neither of which are very good corners for the bears so trent Sherfield. that is my sleeper for this week
0: a 45.5 point over-under for the Dolphins at Bears. Not too shabby. Yeah, that sounds pretty close. That sounds about right. <laughs> I don't mean to make it gospel. and I i, I would never... say over, but... I probably would too, especially given your tout there. Um, I mean, it's Vegas. They're right a lot. I'm not trying to make them gospel. I'm just saying. It, it, it's a tool, just like PFF. It's a tool to go by if you're
1: trying to predict a... They're very objective, those Vegas people. Got it right again, buddy. Okay. Really, wait for I some... thought I thought I got it. I got thought I got it wrong on purpose.
0: <laughs> I was just about to. Say, I can't wait for somebody to correct me. For, for sure I said you. objective,
1: it, or isn't it subjective when they,
0: they are subjective? Uh, like PFF. You're right. You're right. No,
1: they're right. But, you, you, it was a joke. I, I get it now. Uh, damn it! It screwed it up. Chris, uh, we've been amazing fantasy football. I'm going to get out here on a high note. Um, you can check us out every Thursday at 8 a.m. 8 p.m. 8, 8 Central time, of course, on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We will redo the last minute injury updates and lineup questions and all of that jibber jabber. We usually just kind of banter about football and whatever else comes to our brain, too. Um Chris, where can they find you on the Twitter? They can which, find me at Chris AFFB which Chris, I'm not going to lie I'm not no. liking this Elon Musk thing on t- about Twitter so far, so I might hop over to the IG Yeah, I wonder what fantasy's like on the IG I
0: don't know, but I'm I willing was, to check it out I was going to mention that to you also Did I get my handle right? At AFFB Chris, I said it right, didn't
1: I? And mine is Josh A F F E. And you can kind of ask questions, just chat, DM, whatever I talk about, just about anything.
0: Speaking of being soured, souring on uh, uh, Twitter, uh, the, 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 I can't talk. The link to our Discord is in the description also, folks, along with
1: our podcast which we've also soured on podcasts and discord and everything else because i'm just a bitter crotchety old 30 something <laughs> no, uh, until a, next week folks or until sunday i have been josh he has been chris and i wish you the best of luck Have an amazing weekend